Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events from all the European royal families. Today, we'll be talking about the events from Friday, May 15th to today, Sunday, May 17th, 2020. And we are going to start off with the British royal family. Friday, um, it was announced that the Highland Games have been cancelled, um, which prompted the Prince of Wales, um, who serves as royal patron to the Scottish Highland Games Association, um, to write a statement, um, almost like a acknowledgement, hey, I'm really sorry, this sucks, um, but in much more eloquent words. So he said, quote, in so many ways, Highland Games brings out the be- the very best in our communities and in countless aspects of our life. Each game, big or small, have their own unique qualities and traditions, making them individually special to their own local community and area of their country. The loyalty, strength, and determination that lies at the very heart of our games will, I am sure, see us through to better times ahead. Um, So this is an event that is attended by multiple members of the royal family um, while they are spending their summer vacation in Scotland. Um, And it's a beautiful tribute to the history of Scotland and the games and um, all of that. So it was great to see him acknowledge um, the cancellation and, you know, maybe someday soon things will stop getting canceled. That's what I'm hoping for, but that's probably because I miss normalcy. Um, And then also on Friday, we had a couple of events. Um, So the Duke of Cambridge held a video call um, with members of the Christchurch Muslim community. So Christchurch, New Zealand, um, which was the community that was the site of a vicious anti-Muslim attack. Um, and so he was able to reconnect with the members of the community that he met last year when he visited the country. Um, so during the call, he spoke to the role model that the community has become, um, and the way they have overcome and begun healing from the attack um, in this way. So not only has the Muslim community responded, but they have come together with the help of the New Zealand government to make sure that all people feel safe in their community, um, which I think is just like a truly amazing start to recovery from an attack of this nature. Um, obviously attacks like this are really difficult, um, And people don't know how you're going to move on from them. Um, and But this community has really set an example of how you do that and how you move forward. Not necessarily on, but move forward. Um, and usually the answer is together. Um, and then, so great work there from Prince William. And then um, he and the Duchess of Cambridge held a video conference with volunteers from Shout, which is a crisis text line for the United Kingdom. 
And so during the call, they were able to speak with volunteers who have been with Shout um, from its beginnings a year ago um, about the changes that they have seen during COVID times um, and how people are now using the text line as a way of talking about their feelings and how they are struggling. Um, and some people are talking about the toxic situations that they can no longer leave. They no longer have a reprieve from. Um, and they, the, the volunteers mentioned that that was something of like an uptick in calls of that nature or texts of that nature. Um, and then also people are just feeling cooped up at home, um, which is, I mean, we've talked about this. It's terrible for mental health to just feel like you're stuck at home. Um, I think in a weird way, people are starting to adjust to that. Um, like we're getting used to being at home as where I live, things are starting to open up again. Um, and it's, it's definitely weird to see abundances of people out and about. Um, so, you know, but the, the mental health aspect of all of this um, is definitely interesting, to say the least. Um, and so it was a great uh, chat from them. Um, and I'm really just like loving the video calls that, um, Will and Kate are doing, um, like they've really found a way to still connect with people in the way that they could if they were doing visits to these organizations, um, through a video call, which I appreciate, um, cause that's really hard to do. Um, and so that is it for the Friday events and then... On Saturday, a documentary was announced um, titled Football, Prince William, and Our Mental Health. Um, and this is something that will air on the BBC on May 28th. And it is all about the collaboration of Heads Together, uh, the Football Association, and Prince William slash Kensington Palace, um, and the Royal Foundation on the... on the subject of men's mental health. So this collaboration is a way for men to share about mental health in a really healthy way um, that feels more natural than kind of this stereotyped way we talk about mental health. Um, and so this collaboration is aimed to make that conversation happen uh, naturally over um, in the stands at a football match or at home watching a football match um, or at a pub with, with the boys um, and just make it part of normal conversation, which is all it really is. Um, so I don't know that I have ever mentioned this, um, but I have a degree in social work and um, mental health is something that is kind of always at the forefront of my mind. Um, and so I love the fact that William has really taken on the, um, stigmatized version of men's mental health and just made it normal. Um, 
in that both he and Kate have really dug into mental health as the root problem for so many things um, and aim to help in ways that suit them. Um, so for William, really talking about men's mental health um, and Kate is really working with early childhood mental health and mental well-being. Um, and I just really appreciate that as someone who thinks a lot about mental health. Um, as like good work, good on them. Um, and so that is the end of the British royal family. And now we are going to move on to Belgium. Friday morning, King Philippe dropped off his youngest daughter, uh, Princess Eleanor, back at school. Uh, so Belgium is slowly starting to open back up. Uh, we talked about this in yesterday's apology episode, um, where Belgium is starting to open back up. And that is starting, you know, last week and is continuing um, with kids going back to school. My guess is in a staggered fashion. Um, so the two middle children who are both boys, uh, the two boys of the Belgian royal family um, have not been seen going back to school yet. Uh, so either that happened super privately or will be happening throughout the next week. Um, one thing that I noticed so Philippe and a lot of the adults that were around were wearing face masks, but the children weren't. Um, so I, just as like a curious person, want to know what that looks like in school um, and what going back to school in a post-COVID world looks like. Um, but it, overall, it was just really great to see um, her going back to school. I'm sure she and all of her friends and all the students have been missing, one, their friends, but also their teachers. Um, and I only wonder how long that happiness to be back will last. Because you do have to still go to school. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe they like school. Who knows? Um, and then after the school run, Philippe had a video call with um, Belgian athletes who were making preparations for the 2020 Olympic Games. Um, but because of the postponement of Tokyo 2020, um, they were sharing what new goals they're going to be working towards. Um, and so one maybe nice thing about this is every athlete has an extra year to improve. Um, the downside of that is they have an extra year where something terrible could happen. They could get injured. They could, you know, things happen. Um, but it was a very exciting thing and uh, seems like the Belgian... King is excited to see some sports stuff continue, which, yes, same. Um, and so that is what was going on in Belgium. And now we are going to move on to Denmark.
On Friday, Crown Prince Frederick visited a production plant um, that has started emergency production of ethanol, and they did this last month with just a week of preparations. So ethanol is an alcohol that is used, um, that is being used to make hand sanitizer, um, which has obviously recently become extremely important in our day-to-day -day lives. Um, so the factory has retained um, 25 employees uh, to help in this production, which produces 50,000 liters of alcohol per day. 25 employees are making 50,000 liters of alcohol. That is incredible. Um, and so Frederick took a tour of the plant and really engaged in the process. Um, and this is one of those things that people, meaning particularly me, haven't really thought about. Um, I didn't really think about the fact that you have to increase production for hand sanitizer. I mean, I guess logically I know that, but you don't think about it. Um, and so this is one of the great things about having a royal family um, or a head of state that is promoting this kind of stuff um, is that they are able to bring attention to projects such as this one um, that are, so they are able to receive support and additional funding if needed, um, but also recognition um, from the public about how many hands it is taking to keep the world safe during this unprecedented time in our lives. Um, and I think that that is like truly at the end of the day, the point of a royal family. Um, and so way to go for Denmark to bring something as simple as hand sanitizer to the forefront of people's minds for how important it is. Um, and so that was what was going on in Denmark over the weekend, and now we are going to move on to the Netherlands. some big days for the Dutch royal family, um, or at least days that I did not expect to be seeing. Um, so on Saturday, the royal family released a new picture uh, to mark the occasion of what was supposed to be the final of Eurovision um, that was to be held in the Netherlands this year. Um, again, obviously this didn't happen, so the royal family sent their support with the message, quote, Europe is going through a very rough time. Let's keep our eyes and ears open for each other. Together, we stand strong. Europe, shine a light and keep the music alive. Signed, King Willem Alexander and Queen Maxima. So now I get the task of trying to explain what exactly Eurovision is. One, I'm gonna recommend you Google it because it is the best thing I've Googled in the past like five days. Um, but Eurovision is basically a singing competition for countries. 
Um, so each country sends a representative and that representative has a song. Um, and that song will tend to become pretty popular in the world. Um, so, um, that's your vision in a condensed form. Google it, watch some old episodes. It's fantastic. Um, so Eurovision's competition was canceled, um, and was replaced this year with Eurovision, Europe Shine a Light, which highlighted the bands and performers from, that were already slotted to perform, um, in their countries. Um, so I have been watching off and on all day the 2020 Eurovision Europe Shine a Light, um, and it's so great. Um, it's mostly just entertaining. Um, but I really enjoy it. So that is something if you're feeling the need to have a light day, um, that's really good. It's a really good thing to watch. Um, and then on Sunday, so today, it is Queen Maxima's 49th birthday. And in an unexpected twist, uh, plot twist for the day, Maxima wrote a social media post, um, which included a picture of herself posing with some cookies. And here is the gist of what it says. Um, in this time, I celebrate my birthday at home with a typical Argentinian delicacy. Alfiores with dolce de leche, which are apparently her favorite cookies. Um, and then she also shared that she uses her mother's recipe to make these cookies um, and then shared the recipe with everyone. Um, so we can quote, bake them yourselves at home. Um, and then it was followed by the recipe. Um, and so now <laughs> my unrealistic dream for my, for life is that Queen Maxima will somehow produce a cookbook. It's never going to happen, but I want it. Um, and this is, <laughs> I haven't made them yet because ingredients are, um, harder to find because I have to figure out what they are. Uh, but I'm definitely contemplating making a batch of these because they look so good. Um, and then the post also had step-by-step -step pictures of Maxima making the cookies. Not anyone else. It's Maxima making her own cookies. It's amazing. I love it. Um, and so usually on a birthday or something of that nature. I try and do like a bio of that person, um, which I definitely intend to do going forward on certain things. Um, but I think that the way the Dutch Royal family, um, in the Royal house has done it this year is so much better than what I could ever do. Um, so I'm going to leave it with them. Uh, so way to go to the Dutch Royals for the excellent content and on a weekend, no less, which doesn't usually happen. I'm here for it. Um, and so now we are gonna move on to Norway.
today, Sunday, uh, is the Norwegian Constitution Day, which celebrates the signing of the Constitution, obviously, on May 17th of 1814. This is when Norway and Sweden separated, um, and Norway became its own country with its own king, um, which makes it, obviously, the national day for Norway. Um, so here are some basic things that I learned about the day just by um, social media following. Um, so the day is usually full of parades and gatherings, um, and the graduating high schoolers have like their own parade where in tradition they cause a ruckus, um, but they also wear their roost dress, which is a, um, I thought just red, but maybe different colors, um, a jumpsuit that they use for graduation that they have decorated. Um, and the royal family participates in all of this. Um, so this year, of course, it was a little bit different. Um, and so here's what, we ha what happened in relation to the royal family of Norway, which is now 206 years old. Um, I would also like to thank whoever runs social media for the Norwegian royal house for time stamping their posts um, so that I can do this in the correct order. Uh, so at precisely 8 a.m., the flags are raised um, in the royal house, put out a video of that happening over what I assume is the royal palace. Um, and so the flag that they raised um, was a flag with was the king's standard, um, but everybody puts out the Norwegian flag. Um, and then next at 11 a.m., we go to Skagum which is the residence of Crown Prince Akun and his family. Um, so the Crown Prince family, so Akun, Metamarit, Ingrid Alexandra, and Sphere Magnus um, kind of paraded out with their dogs um, to greet the people that were outside, um, which were students from the area, um, as well as a choir um, and some other representatives from the local area. Um, most were maintaining social distancing guidelines, um, and they also presented the four graduates that were there with a banner from the family that read, thanks to the class of 2020. Um, and then they participated in the first surprise of the day, which was a car trip through their town, and I would assume to Oslo, but maybe not. Um, then at 1 p.m., the family all appeared on the balcony of the royal palace, where the whole country, everyone in the country, simultaneously sang Norway's national anthem, which I actually have played in full on the intro to the segment, including the lyrics. Usually I just play an instrumental version, um, but it felt appropriate to share that and something that I will try to continue to do uh, for any other country's national day. Um, and then as the final surprise from the royal family, um, they... All, well, King Harald, Queen Sonia, Crown Prince Akun, and Crown Princess Metamarit drove, were driven through the streets of Oslo where they made um, stops to wave at people um, at hospitals. Um, and so the crowds were minimal, but because of Norway's loosened restrictions, um, were able to be seen. Um, and so I love that the family found a way to celebrate this occasion in a way that is really exciting, but respected the new norms set in place um, to keep people protected. 
Um, and so that is 17 of May in Norway. Um, and then actually we had no events from Spain or Sweden's royal family this weekend. So that brings us to the end of the podcast. Um, thank you so much for listening. I will be back tomorrow with all the details of the relaunch for the website and Instagram page. Um, and I will talk to you all then. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Bye.